You're listening to a fourth-hand production. So let's go with this then. We'll uh, start production, our fucking regular bullshit. Um, there's a movie, and just let me ask, Antrim. I didn't talk about Antrim yet, right, as far as I know? Yes, Shane, you did. Shut the fuck I'm just up. Kidding. No, I've never heard. Story in the news today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal? Now, are they are they UFOs or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental? I don't uh, know. Planes that they're building. And police in Española are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts. There's this weird animal-like creature that was shot, wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. Welcome to Strange Uncles. I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Josh. How are you doing, Josh? I have the coronavirus. You're so well. That's why you're so calm and collected over there. Yeah, I thought you had the Coors virus. <laughs> the Michael Coors virus? No, just I'm the Posh. A- the Adolf Coors virus. Yeah. Yeah. This thing's I going mean, around. Yeah. Yeah. That's his first name. I, people used to I know, name their people children like, that. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's, Everybody it's, forgets that they just. Think horse. They don't think the Adolf portion. I think yeah. the banquet of beers. The banquet of beers, for sure. Yeah. It's a nice motto. It's lasted this long. So anyway, everybody, welcome to Strange Uncles on this exciting podcast. Uh, we have a couple things. We First of all, I want to start off by thanking Emma. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. was something that was pretty cool. Um, even though I was fun. petrified, you you were, <laughs> but you talked a big game afterwards. Which I, is nice, I did, yeah. I was, was I nice, was completely. Yeah. Fu- oh yeah, I took that. Oh, that was yeah, cool. We, so so Emma, she was the funeral director that we interviewed um, last week, two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, a couple but, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she actually took us to her funeral home and mortuary. Wow, and she let us. You don't see where we we saw where she stays overnight and where that yeah the window in the door that window is in the door is <laughs> yeah that right. window in the door uh uh-uh. and I, also, I don't get that shit also the apartment that they stay in that little room yeah like, no. where like people get bored and are painting some kind of weird mural yeah, mm, no fuck that but thank you Emma and I hope you don't have to sleep there very much but yeah it was interesting actually to see kind of some of the tools and I didn't know how that's how they kept. The eyelid shut and the mouth shut and yeah, yeah it's kind a, of the different rooms that you hold bodies in. Um, it's yeah, I think we uh, well, you know, you said it actually on your side, which I completely agree, John. I have had my fill of seeing bodies for my lifetime. I think I'm good, right? I, just I mean, I know, yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm not trying to see any more unless not I go setting a Guinness Book of World her, Records of yeah, some unless, sort. Unless yeah, yeah, I yeah. go to her work again for whatever reason. Yeah, this sounds weird, but I really wanted to touch one. And yeah, I, that does sound weird. And I didn't. That is very weird, actually. <laughs> I didn't get that either. It's a, You're the one that was kicking off the whole thing. What was the first weird room? Well, first of all, I knew after we saw the apartment and we saw the main, like the lobby where people come in mm-hmm. and show, oh, this is a viewing area. We have families over here and we have this. And keep in mind, folks, it's a like it's, a turn of the century, probably old no, polygamous like mansion, like right? A, like from the 1800s, like not turn of the century. Well, turn of that well, century. Maybe. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's it's beautiful. Oh, it's it's uh, like, like ho- mahogany and and just everything. Like it is and, awesome. Yeah, so, like original stained glass too. It wasn't even like added on later. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, it, it just absolutely blew my mind. We started that way kind of on the top floor. Um, and again, you know, you will know more if you're a Patreon member. We have some audio that hopefully uh, came out we can release. I was just going to say that. And, uh, so uh, patreon.com slash strangeuncles. Wink, wink. Yeah. If you if you want to know more. I mean, I'm sure we're not done talking about it, but. Yeah. Well, uh, we there. did We did get, uh, well, I hope some usable audio. I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hope so. But, um, but yeah, it was just. It was interesting. Uh, I, I've never seen that many dead bodies. I, I think once we got in the elevator, I, I knew the tour was going to go south real quick. That elevator was the only part <laughs> that was scary. I was, thing more, is rickety as I was morbidly interested. I don't know. I, I, I want. I just my morbid curiosity. I needed to see. Well, like I said, you were the first one that went. Uh, you know, we stepped the first room, which is the cooler room where they. So they have the bodies that they don't embalm, but they are keeping they're, them for they're ready cremation. for cremation. Yeah, right, correct. They, they burn them in these wood boxes, right, right. and and you went, well, can we see it? Yeah, because <laughs> it's like a why. If, anybody, if, if anybody's if anybody's ever worked at a a restaurant or bar or anything, you know, you have the walk in cooler, and yeah. it's the, the same thing. It's the exact door, but instead there's of, no beer in there though. Instead of ranch dressing, you find. <laughs> uh, Nana. Uh, yeah. I mean uh, not to be not to be disrespectful of the dead. Yeah, of course. It was, of course. Yeah, it was yeah. really interesting. It was very interesting. It, it, so. it's, it, it's just it, I've never seen that before and it was just it made me feel very mortal. Yeah, you really kinda step up your mortality a little bit and go, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I'm walking and talking. You know what? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why I have this nihilistic view of the coronavirus. Cause it's kind of like taking a step up up since we went on that tour and now i'm just kind of like well i get what you're saying now i'm just kind of like well i mean i don't want it i don't want anybody i know to have it i don't want this to be an epidemic or anything or a pandemic but if it happens but if it happens then that's that's just what happens it's life um well with our government's wonderful and adept response it's nothing i i I, I don't well I don't, I don't even want to talk about that. Uh, yeah, but Emma, thank you. It was yeah. an amazing tour. Um, it's a we long, are long-winded. Thank you. <laughs> this is a long-winded thank you. And hopefully, you know, yeah, if you're a Patreon member, we're going to talk a little bit more. But in fact, I'd love to just walk through the tour if the audio is not halfway decent for paid because it was very surreal for me. We did, I, and we did record know. everything. Yeah, yeah, about forty-five minutes, roughly, yeah, sh- right around somewhere. there. Anyway, so thank you very much. Um, hopefully, and she's willing to come back on the podcast too. We've actually had a lot of good comments uh, from people who, hey, that was great. You were asking questions that I would never think to answer, or maybe I wanted to ask, but you asked them instead, like um, ghost boners. That was a big one. I had a guy write me up saying, "I can't believe you asked her that," but I was thinking the same thing. So Everyone. there you go. Everyone's thinking that. They just don't want to admit it, yeah. you sons of bitches. Anyway, um, also, uh, I want to thank Mitchell from Canada. I'm almost done with a book that Corey Taylor wrote um, off Slipknot in regards to his paranormal thing. And again, if you guys are Patreon members, uh, that'll be a book review. So you know, we'll have that finished up and we'll have that out there. Um, I've got a quick movie thing, and then I think Josh does, and then we can go into the bulk of what we dug up here, literally. Um, For those of you who are worth, you might have heard about the movie. It's on Amazon Prime called Antrim. You guys heard about that? You seen that advertised anywhere? No. Shall I IMDB? Yeah, by all means. Yeah, pull that up and just read the synopsis. So um, That's asking a lot. Right. Jesus. We're just trying to record a podcast (laughs) machine. Well, I will say that 
this movie was uh, pitched as one of those. It was a lost movie filmed in 79 that was for, found and it used to play in the theaters in the 80s and everybody that watches the movie dies. Like the movie theater, they played it in, 60 people died. The movie theater burnt down. Mm. And then they lost the track. And then it would show up at festivals here and there, and then they would find it again. So, so it's, it's like the, a, ring. the Ring. It's Blair Witch. Boring. It's, yeah, So exactly. it's The Ring with Blair Witch. It, it's a whole hype promo thing. It was filmed a year ago. So year did ago. you like it or did you not? It was fucking stupid. I was just going to say you're So no why would you bring up a movie that's movies. fucking stupid? Because I don't want people to waste their time. That's really what it amounts to. Well, I don't I like hype. Like I don't like this. Right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> Touche, sir. I, it just blows my mind that that the the promotional, the media, it goes back to media. Media just... I, I, uh, but also, they didn't have that uh, much promotion. I didn't hear about it. I think... Well, I think social footage up, stuff is pretty dead, too, though. I think so. They're trying to pick it I back up I think found footage stuff was dead when that uh, Skinwalker movie came out, the Skinwalker Ranch movie. Oh, that was like what, what 2014 movie? or something like that? It was yeah, what do you mean, Skinner? Well, what, not Jeremy Corbell's movie? No, no, no. no, no. The, There's one before the that. found footage one that the guy that uh helps write on um Drunk History like got made, but then the studio took it over. He wanted it to be a movie about Skinwalker Ranch, like a real like feature movie, like and then the studio, like because of Blair Witch, uh found footage was all the rage at the time. Yeah. And so the studio was like, make it found footage. And he was like, fuck, I guess. Well, yeah. I never even heard about that. Yeah. We watch it. it I don't know. what you Did you see you saw it, Josh, or no? No. Oh, okay. It looked real fucking dumb. Well, what movie is that? It's called Skinwalker It's called Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, it's called Skinwalker yeah. Ranch? It was like 2013, 2014. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Loosely based. Well, shit. So. Anyway, you well, know, now I have to watch it <laughs> just because <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, with that being said, hopefully we get a trip to Skinwalker here shortly. You know, springtime's amongst us. Oh and my so. gosh, guys. I wasn't even going to, I totally didn't even think about this at all until right now, but, uh, I was bartending the other day, yesterday, and this, I met this guy and he was like, are you in love now? <laughs> we're in love <laughs> and we're going to get married. Sorry, Tori. Uh, but no, he was like, it got up skinwalker, blah, blah, blah. Long story short. And he was showing me these crazy pictures that he took there. And it looked like at, at the ranch, at the ranch. He's like, we were on the property. We like, he's, he said he snuck into the, one of his buddies has like a bunch of property right by there and they drove around and he showed me pictures. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're there, you know, but there was like a tub full of guts there was this bird that looked like it flew at fucking 600 miles an hour onto a rock and just splat. It looked like a giant took a bird and threw it as hard as he could against a giant rock. How did you just now fucking remember this, dude? I don't know. Can I, I ask? Well, because you guys were just talking about Skinwalker, <laughs> God, and all of a sudden I'm God. like, I met this guy yesterday uh, because I was talking That's about crazy. I was talking about the band I'm in or I was in because it got music got brought up, and then. Uh, I told him I was doing a podcast now and got into the blah, blah, blah. And dude, he's got some insane things like just these like carcasses, like these gnarly like looking. Car and I know animals die in the. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But like the, the tub of guts of animals and feathers. And there was like a chicken with his head cut off. That's and I'm like, weird. man, I, I've been there three times, but I've mm. never seen anything like that. The one. Wow. The, the bird exploding on the rock was insane and like the carcass was stuck to the rock 
Hmm. When are these pictures from? Uh, it's just like a year ago or something. And, and like so this is his summer. family, like they own property around. No, the his ranch? buddy owns property. Oh, okay, and okay. So, the, but they were on his cell phone. He's just like, yeah, See, dude, check this fucking out. Fucking crazy. And I was like, it you, looks. You like want to come on the podcast? <laughs> it looks like a giant, and I didn't get his name or anything. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, whoa, dude, like. It it's about you know what it's about back. to blow up. I think that well now the History Channel again we mentioned yeah. it before, but you know I think that's coming out here in the next couple months. Um, I you know it's it, it's, it's about to open up. It's definitely you know? popularized, but like yeah. I was like, dude, I've never seen any crazy like that. That is yeah. crazy, huh? So wow. the show I was going to talk about mm. is called Dispatches from Elsewhere. It's on. <gasps> I got AMC. that recorded. Uh, fucking watch it because it's okay. brilliant and amazing and. Like, I watched it again last night, like, both episodes, because they did a two-night premiere. Um, But it's based kind of off of this documentary that came out in 2013 called The Institute. It's available on Amazon Prime if you want to give Jeff Bezos your fucking money, which... You keep saying that. I yes. recommend yes, seeing I if do. you can find it for free somewhere else. Yeah. Um, But it's... I watched this documentary a couple years ago, and, like, some of the music for the show they took from the documentary because it's supposed to be basically a continuation of it, but fictionalized. And it's about this, uh, like, is it an AR game? Is it a viral marketing campaign? Is it a fucking Mm. um, cult? And basically, like, there's the Jejune Institute that, uh, like, is putting up random weird-ass flyers and when people come in to get inducted, they, like, this is what makes it, makes you think it's not a prank or a hoax is because they have these offices, expensive ass offices in expensive ass buildings in San Francisco, like in the show it's in Philly, but Mm -hmm. it's amazing because all this crazy ass weird shit starts happening and people, and no one knows if it's like an AR game or if it's real. And when I was watching the documentary, I was like, is this like one of the greatest documentaries I've ever seen, or is this just a really shitty movie? Like, so wait, it almost so, knocks down the fourth wall. It sounds like a little bit like it. It's it's a documentary. Okay, it is All a right. documentary. Yeah. Well, um, the Institute is a documentary. Um, Dispatches from Elsewhere is a TV show about like, the documentary, based off the events in the documentary. Um. So hmm. uh, basically. Um, Okay. It's, okay. it's it's basically the characters are going through the experience that right. they, that people went through in the documentary where gotcha. they they go into the Jejun Institute, they they get inducted into the game or hoax or whatever it is. Mm. Um and they're trying to figure it out and it's it's beautifully made like it's fucking really well shot. The now I'm talking about the show, not the documentary. Yeah. Um, like Jason, the same I, I was actually a little confused. I'm like, Sorry. wait, so which dispatches one is, from elsewhere? What are we talking about here? <laughs> dispatches from elsewhere is the show. Uh, the Institute is the documentary. Okay. Um, and they both revolve around this missing girl named Clara, and uh, Commander Fourteen is sending dispatches from elsewhere to the people who are participating in this experience to like try and help uh, them help him find Clara. And uh, it's like scavenger hunt weird stuff. Hmm. I'm not doing a very good job explaining it. Um, and then oh, okay, uh, well, and then the institute is also after her. I just want to watch the documentary first. Yeah, you should because I was going to say like yeah. when I started watching the show, I was like, 
Fuck, this reminds me of that So I shouldn't I start watching the shows I have recorded. I probably should go back to Institution. You could do either, but, Institute. I, but you should watch Institute. the Institute okay. first so that you understand okay. like where they're coming from. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go, folks. You know but, that? Yeah, I saw that pop up like the yeah. day I think it was on. I was like, ooh, this is a new one I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, Jason okay. Siegel's in it, or Siegel. Seagal, right? Uh, Seagal. Dude from <laughs> The Guy and How I, I Met Your Mother. Seagulls. Yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah, the guy from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And I fucking love that show. The There's a woman crying on the floor. He's in it. He's the executive producer, and I think he wrote a lot of it. Mm. He's um, also ruined every bass player ever. Oh, <laughs> you play the bass, slap the bass. <laughs> Fair. Fuck and, you, Jason uh, Siegel. Like Andre. Fuck. Hey, you. now he might be listening, dude. Good. God damn it. Dude. He can he can take the constructive criticism. <laughs> Andre three thousands in it. Fucking oh, nice. uh, Sally Fields is in it. Like it's. I think I caught that. Yeah. So far, it's really fucking good. All right. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Note to self. So dispatches from elsewhere. I think we're good on that. Yeah. So cool. I'm. Yeah. Do you yeah. got any movie suggestions or shows on your side? I'm sorry, guys. We've been beating you up with shows and movies, but yeah, man, you know, I'm, there's so I'm re- many. I'm ready to eat some meat and potatoes. Yep. Okay. Well, we are actually going to go ahead and do that. Um, this episode, we wanted to... This was kind of a partial... You know, we had some listeners reach out and go, well, how come you guys don't talk about this? This is a fun one, but at the same time, it's got some mystery around it because it's been going on for well, a lot longer than I thought it was going on once I started doing the research. To be honest with you, um, Josh actually pitch hit a lot of this, and then I came in with some history, and then uh, John's got some notes. But uh, we're going to go ahead, and we're going to go into a promo real quick. And then right off the promo, we're going to go into, uh, what you say, meat and potatoes? I mean, that's what I would say. And then go forth. So anyway, guys, hopefully you enjoy it. Stand by for promos. What up? Far Aries, stop insulting people. These are potential listeners. Yeah, I'm so sure. Happy horror coffee break, old time horror radio show. We take the best and worst <laughs> creepy pasta stories online, and our finest of quality reenactors perform them for you in the style of old timey horror radio dramas. Everyone knows it's just you disguising your voice poorly. No, it's not. Besides, we have an abundance of great guests. There's music and t-shirts. And a bunch of dick and fart jokes. You're not wrong. (laughs) Catch us on all the major podcast thingamawoppers. We're on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Schlapstick, Hard Knockers, and the rest. Tune in every other Friday. There's a new episode. Or just stick your head in an oven. Same difference. Aries. <laughs> we need to have a little chat. <laughs> Toodles! The fourth hand joins. beginning with what some are calling a message from outer space. That's what some say. Others say it is just a very complicated and complex hoax. This intricate pattern of circles and squares seemingly appeared overnight. Spotted Monday morning by a plane flying overhead, word spread of the mysterious design and people began showing up, doing whatever it takes to get a glimpse of the new crop circle. 
Electronics often go wrong in crop circles. Some people will describe a strange tingling, headaches, or feeling rather ill. Every time I drove by, I saw them uh, either parked over there or people in the field just walking around. And it looked like they had like little GPSs or something. His camera caught sight of what seemed to be a white orb of light flying right across this field, right next to a crop circle. Crop circles, boys. Here we are. Here we are. So you know what? These have been around for a long time, obviously, in history. Um, you know, it kind of surprised me some of the things that have come up in the research for the most part. Uh, but we're going to cover a little bit of history, and then we're going to go into kind of where we stand now. And you know what? The, the crazy thing is there's so many different ideas and speculations and hypotheses about what this is, and really it's on the same side of the fence, whether it's hoaxers, whether it's actually alien technology, whatever, it's so, on and on It's and on. so hard because it seems like some of them, it's so obvious a hoax, yeah. and then some of them it's like, well, what the hell is that? Um, right. And then- right. You know, when you get the quote-unquote scientific explanations for the ones that aren't obviously a hoax, they're, like, so seriously lacking. Yeah. Well, I'm not a scientist, so sometimes I'm like, oh, interesting. That's an interesting fact. When you do that, do you put your finger on your chin and just, like, look out in the sky? I do. I yeah. Do. Hmm. <laughs> just contemplate that inevitable. So, well, let's start with some history, and then we're going to go from there. Um, you've got some clips on your side, right, Josh? Back mm -hmm. and forth. I just, you know, we'll kind of set it up to see what, obviously everybody has heard the word crop circle, I would think. If you haven't, then, you know, you should be listening to this podcast. Then go to but, hell. Yeah. God damn. I'm just kidding. We just lost two. Just two. Uh, just fell off. I'm just kidding. I don't know It's why. a nun. We listen to us. I, just, that I felt that. <laughs> no, nah, I, th yeah. I think that was great timing. Yeah. Touche. Um, they're actually, so for what it is worth, as far back as 1678, mind you, boys, I found this out, although I really wouldn't call it a crop circle the picture because lower. I know it, this is a cool story though. Um, there's a woodcut that came out in 1678, appears to show a field of oat stalks laid out in a circle. Some say this to be a firsthand eyewitness account of a crop circle, but a little historical investigation shows otherwise. Uh, the woodcut actually illustrates what in folklore is called a mowing devil legend, in which an English farmer told a worker with whom he was feuding that he had he would rather pay the devil himself to cut his oat field than pay the fee demanded. That's some pretty strong shit, really. I mean... If you're gonna, you're gonna you're end up that. paying a hefty price. Uh, Either yeah. way, <laughs> it's whatever, dude. It's Why doesn't pay. he just cut them himself? Laziness? Not sure. Um, the source of the harvesting is not unknown or mysterious. It is indeed Satan himself, who, complete with the signature horns and a tail, can be seen in the woodcut holding his scythe. Have you seen that, by the way? Did yeah. you pull that up? It looks real dumb. It looks really stupid. Yeah, that's why I explained it's, 16, it's definitely like uh, 17th century art. Yeah, like exactly. It's a cut. Well, let's skip ahead a little bit. Um, some claimed that the first crop circles, which weren't called crop circles at the time, appeared near the small town of Tully, Australia in 1966. A farmer said he saw a flying saucer rise up from a swampy area and fly away. When he went to investigate, he saw a roughly circular area of debris and apparently flattened reeds and grass which he assumed had been made by the alien spacecraft, which he saw, supposedly. Um, however, once the police were involved, they said it was likely caused by a natural phenomenon such as a dust devil or a water spout. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, There's yeah, that. They called them uh, UFO nests because of that. And, yeah, and exactly. And it started happening a lot in like sugarcane fields around there. Yep, yep. All through 1966, 70s, the same thing. Um, simple circles start appearing in the early 70s in the English countryside, like you had mentioned. Uh, the number and complexity of the circles increased dramatically, reaching a peak in the 1980s and the 1990s when increasingly elaborate circles were produced, including those illustrating complex mathematical equations, which the ones we see now, those are the ones that just blow my proverbial mind. Well, and there is there is a theory that one of the ways you can tell uh, a, a true crop circle versus a hoaxed mm-hmm. crop crop circle is the mathematics that inlay in the crop circle. Right. Like how it's equated out. So on, suppo- yeah. supposedly there's a lot of geometry and mathematics and, um, and you know, a man better than me can tell that. Yeah. Well, and there was other things I stumbled on that said 80% of the crop circles were hypothetically man-made, uh, but yeah, there's I, a small percentage that I think in this day and age, Probably a lot of them are man-made, which, yeah. whatever. But why would a farmer do that? That's money. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think it's a farmer's doing it. I, I don't, don't think it's know, one that owns the land. It's just some asshole. Messing I don't know if they benefit right. from the tourism it brings in, like the local mm. economy does. But yeah. I don't know if uh, they themselves directly benefit from it because it is. It's a big loss of crop that they now can't sell. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. When we talk about human interference, and we're going to get into that a little bit, uh, 1991, self-professed pranksters Doug Bauer and Dave Chorley made headlines claiming it was they who started the phenomenon in 1978 with the use of simple tools consisting of a plank of wood, rope, baseball cap fitted with a loop of wire to help them keep on a straight line. To prove their case, they made a circle in front of a group of journalists, one being Pat DeGaldo. He was a self-proclaimed paranormal crop circle expert. DeGaldo swore on the authentic crop circles that were all over, but once Baron Chorley did their little show, he soon changed his tune. Inspired by Australian crop circle accounts from 1966, which we mentioned, Bauer and Chorley claimed to be responsible for all circles made prior to 1987 and for more than 200 crop circles from 78 to 91. But with that being said, there were still over 1,000 crop circles that were not accounted for that they did not do. Um, could have been other hoaxers. Uh, there was actually a hoaxer in the Netherlands that was caught red-handed in 2004 stomping around. So there's right. that. But also there's like uh, the weird metaphysical stuff that surrounds crop circles, like batteries dying in your phone or recording mm-hmm. device immediately. If you take film, like all you see on playback is static. People experiencing healing and time slips, uh, sometimes more strange and sinister energies like... Uh, a lot of people with chronic pains and stuff will go to a crop circle and feel like they've been healed at least temporarily. Um, like beings, like aliens, and sometimes more like fey folk are mm-hmm. seen around them a lot. I don't know. Like, I get that a lot of these are man-made for sure, and a lot of them are were definitely hoaxes, but uh, I think there's still more to it. Yeah, and uh, yeah. people claim to be like dehydrated even. When they go into the- I've heard about that. Yeah. And the whole magnetism thing, I think that goes by the well-being. There's actually a couple of people I stumble on the research that literally will tour around from crop circle to crop circle to just heal themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. You know? So, yeah. There's two different sides of the coin here. Maybe three if there's three sides of a coin. It's just weird and odd. 
Um, let's finish up a little history, and then, Josh, I'm going to throw it on your side. Uh, July 1996, one of the world's most complex and spectacular crop circles appeared in England across a highway from the mysterious and world-famous Stonehenge Monument in Wilshire countryside. It was an astonishing fractal pattern called a Julia set. And while some simpler rough circles may might be explained away as a result of strange weather phenomenon, this one unmistakably demonstrated intelligence. The only question was whether that intelligence was terrestrial or extraterrestrial. So that's kind of a rough history of them. There's a lot more to it, but you know we don't have that much time. Um, I think we dive into the theories and the practice of it. And you've got some stuff on your side, right? Yeah, uh, this is from a video from vice uh it's called a crop circle theorist thinks the truth is out there electronics often go wrong in crop circles some people will describe a strange tingling headaches or feeling rather ill my name is andy thomas and i'm a researcher of mysteries and the paranormal and crop circles I began investigating crop circles in 1991. Something really hit me and it just touched me inside and I thought, I need to know more about this. 27 years on, I'm still going. The question of the origins of crop circles has never yet been nailed. Many think, you know, there's an intelligence behind them. They think they're made by aliens or extra dimensionals. I mean, it's a big universe. There must be other life out there. Whether it's coming here, of course, is one of the great debates. It may well be that we are being visited by other intelligences and maybe they feel like leaving some graffiti in the fields. Or maybe it's more than that, that they're trying to very gently make people aware of them in a way that doesn't create fear. It has been argued the slow acclimatization process of little patterns built up a little bit more and a bit more every year is a way of getting us used to the idea of otherness. But there are many, many other theories, some very strange, some religious, some you would never even imagine. I have had some very strange experiences myself around the circles. I was with a group of two other colleagues and we were up on a hillside looking down over a field with crop circles in it. And we saw three of these small... I like how you use the word, they're gently reminding us. That's not fucking gentle. That's huge. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, guy. He goes on to talk about um, seeing like orbs of light flying over one and like shadowy figures over another one and uh, stuff like that. Um, I hear the orbs of light a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there's like a controversial video of a orb like making a crop circle where the uh, dude that made it said it was a hoax, but then when some people that were researching it tried to talk to him about it, he like kept giving him the slip and it was super weird. And they were like scientists. They weren't like, enthusiasts oh okay yeah yeah um he's he he also says the intense debunking of crop circles and aliens is proof the establishment is actually afraid the establishment um and he said joe biden uh (laughs) (laughs) we were doing experiments in the mid-1990s to see if the power of the mind could create or influence crop circles they were drawing a simple crop circle and they meditated on the hillside about it uh and then that exact shape that they were that they were meditating and, and picturing in their minds uh, appeared as a crop circle overnight. Um, and he claims that they didn't like put it there. 
Well, you know what? Can I throw this out there? That kind of goes back to other 40N things where if it's mind power over it's making something, the subconscious is bringing something to life. I, you know, kind of the same premise. Yeah. So I, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's like the whole like Philip experiment type stuff, but. Right. Well, the whole thing with the hoaxer. So, you know, the, there was one, and I didn't write it up, but there was something like they, the hoaxer said, oh, we're going to do this in like three hours, where it literally took them, you know, three times longer and it wasn't what they had promised. It wasn't the yeah. right pattern. And then there's another one in one of these clips that where they say it'll take like five to seven hours and they do it within time and it's perfect. Oh, yeah, so well, but I yeah. I don't know if it's the same hoaxers, right? Right. You know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the, like uh, we've got some other evidence coming up that goes more, uh, more against the hoax theory. Yeah, it just seems that some of these mathematicians that go in there, they start looking at this. Like, are these hoaxers crazy mathematicians that know all this geometry and uh, everything? Well, a lot of them will like use a rope tied to like the center point of the circles they're making to keep them. I mean, you know. even if I was going to hoax a crop circle and you gave me some rope, I still would I, fuck it up that I could tie <laughs> yeah. from one end to the other. Right. Like, I don't know how to make, give me some rope. I don't know how to make this a geometric, geometrical, like uh interesting thing. Right. Right. Like, well, and here's the thing. So there's other theories with like the GPS theory and global position, all this other stuff. There's one crop circle that uh, I was researching that literally it had, you can see it way up high, but you see these round spheres kind of off on the side and there's arms attaching to it. But literally the arms you aren't even a foot width. Like you can see them because it's in, yeah. it's the patterns made, but there's no way you can even walk and make that happen because how narrow it is. You would ruin yeah. the pattern itself. Yeah. So um, that that guy that was in the clip, I for, I forget his name, but I think he was saying that there's this guy named General Gerald Hawkins, and he deciphered mathematical information in the crop circles, mm. and he was able to determine that hoaxes and real ones uh, by the amount of mathematics in the crop circle. I w like we've already said, and he discovered since the first time since the Greeks around 100 BC found four new geometric theorems based on the works of Euclid. And these theorems aren't found in Euclid's 13 mathematical books. Wow. And there were hmm. two different uh, crop circles that mathemati mathematicians realized it was the information of the speed of light and also the second speed of light. Wait, what? And the second speed of light was later proven five years after the discovery of the crop circles. Um, and this is, I, I can't remember the dude that you just showed, but Andy, this is like, Andy Thomas. Yeah. yeah. So this is what he claims. What the fuck that, is that? The there's speed a of second light. speed of light. You know is what it, that is? Is that like when light happens every Tuesday? When light speed drops it into second gear? I don't know. But this, this is <laughs> like what a, he's, like he's claiming there's a second speed of light. These are in my notes, and uh, I didn't. I didn't expand. Now, now that I'm reading them, I'm like, wait, why didn't I expand on the second speed of light thing? <laughs> That's interesting. I mean, so it's faster than the speed of light? My guess is the source material didn't expand on it either. Or else Maybe not. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so let's throw, I don't know. Are we into some wild speculations at this point? Are we still going through? Where oh, do you want to go? This entire I mean, it's a, episode it's, is wild speculation. Yeah, this right. is crop circles. So yeah. it's going to be wild speculation. Like the second speed of light that I just brought up. So let me, and this is me being personal. 
I so much want these to be real. Well, like, like I, I, right? I mean, this is like this is contact. This is something where I so much want these to be. Somebody is talking to us from somewhere. I want to believe that it's the ultra-terrestrials. <sighs> mm, Why are you I whispering, hope. sir? Um, yeah, right. I, but I don't think that's the case on everything. I don't know. Like, what do the hoaxers get out of it? Like, I get that a lot of them are hoaxes, but like, what? Well, we the, we duped the two quote unquote original hoaxers were just like got drunk one night and decided to do it, and then they were like, "Fuck it, this is." Then fun. it was fun. Kept doing yeah, it. exactly. So, so actually, this uh, same guy that I watched, I watched him speak. I think it was uh, one of his talks at Contact in the Desert, but he said he says that crop circles are always kind of by. Um, ancient monuments right yeah yeah like, that's like, in my notes like yeah. stonehenge or right. something like that something really close and somehow they did the math and the crop circle by this ancient monument is always 19.72 or 32.72 degrees away from the monument that's interesting which is weird yeah well so let me spin I'll off s- that a little yeah. bit i'm sorry uh here, so a crucial clue to the circle's allure lies in their geographical context, which you were talking about. Wiltshire is the home of Stonehenge, which we covered earlier, and an even more extensive stone circle in the village of Avebury. The rolling downs are dotted with burial mounds and solitary standing stones, which many believe to be connected by an extensive network of lays or ley lines, which, for those of you listening to the podcast a long time ago, um, energy lines along the world. That's where they're saying these geographical things are lining up to. Um, with others around the country. It is said that the vast network is overlaid in the form of sacred geometries. The region is also given rise to rich folklore of spectral black dogs, headless coachmen, and haunted houses. My question is to you guys, and I didn't stumble on a lot of this, but crop circles in the United States, there's been a few, but not... Not near like England or... Well, it seems like the ones you hear about are largely concentrated in England and specifically the Wiltshire area. In Mm -hmm. that, yeah. But they're all over Europe also and all over everywhere, honestly. Yeah. And And I don't know if that's because... People like making the designs, and they're all hoaxes, or if it's just like... And Americans are lazy, we don't want to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I have a couple of clips. Um, These ones are a lot shorter, and from ancient aliens, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, when in Rome. Yeah, so we should get into the whole ancient astronaut theory sometime on another episode. Um, But uh, this clip is... uh, well, I don't remember a whole lot, but I know that there are some people that have zero credibility in it, but it's still fun to listen to what they have to say. Are you about to give us a clip from David Wilcox? He's in it. Linda Moulton Howe. <laughs> of course. Uh, you just said zero credibility, and that's the first yeah. name that popped yeah. in my mind. So take it with a grain of salt. But also like uh, the dude whose name is escaping me right now, who is the founder of the Joseph Campbell Archives that's also on Ancient Aliens all the time. That dude... like. He just says smart things. I don't think he cares a whole lot about the phenomenon. They just talk to him about stuff because he's like, yeah, that makes sense and like says smart stuff. Uh-huh. Anyway, here we go. Wiltshire, England, 1991. Steve Alexander, a local photographer, is filming footage of a crop formation from a neighboring hill when he captures a strange metallic light floating in the field below. What is it? Hello. 
his camera caught sight of what seemed to be a white orb of light flying right across this field, right next to a crop circle. That orb of light, whatever it was, flew directly over a tractor working in the next field down. And later on, that farmer was contacted and he said, I saw this weird orb of light about the size of a melon or something fly over my tractor. Whatever that is, that's moving outside. I myself have seen several, and they are astonishing in their brightness. Of course you have, Linda. intelligent plasmas that are sending and receiving information for another intelligence. She knows this. Origin. Oh, she's smart. Light are a commonly associated phenomenon That's gotta with be David Wilcock. And this goes it's all old the Davey. way back to the story of the mowing devil in 1678. Mm. The sighting of lights is often associated with these phenomena, and they That's do the seem to suggest something we don't understand. The ghost lights, the will of the wisp sightings, represented some force of nature we had not entirely acknowledged or given sufficient respect to some mystery that we need to come to grips with i had a girlfriend named willow the wisp one time um that so as we were listening to that clip josh was kind of showing us the episode yeah and that that first clip of that light above the fields did you see it kind of yeah, I, I stumble on that. I mean, it's interesting. Strange. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, yeah. The, and so. it's flying around. It looks like a real thing. It looks like something that would be hard to fake with a giant old camcorder. Right, exactly. Yeah, I... Okay, so let's get into this. We're... So I'm a little on the fence with... You know, obviously we all are. However, um, in conjunction with what that video was, you're talking about uh, lights, orbs, things being saw... Um, a lot of paranormal advocates think that crop circles are caused by ball lightning, is what they call it, and that the patterns are so complex that they have to be controlled by some entity. This was interesting because I, I stumbled on this before, but I, I wasn't sure. Uh, some proposed entities are Gaia, asking to stop global warming and human pollution. God, supernatural beings, for example, Indian Davies, and collective minds of humanity through a proposed quantum field or extraterrestrial beings, which... Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. that kind of coincides with supposedly there's a claim in 1970s or something over the English airwaves. Mm-hmm. There was a news broadcast going on and then it got cut. And the guy of the Astar Galactic Federation mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Really? Go, yeah. I didn't hear about this. He goes and. All of a sudden, he he interrupts the broadcast, and he's like, this is Grama from Astra Galactic. Y'all need to stri- stop <laughs> stop tripping. And no, I mean, no shit. There have been a lot of like those signal takeovers that where uh, the conventional explanation is just like people trying to pirate the signal to like cause panic and shit and just be dicks. Well, but, wh- yeah. But a lot of them are like super interesting in like what they say and and yeah, I mean it's it's just so hard to believe anything, even though I want to. But uh, I so much want to. I, you know, I think nothing else. I if I have to go with the theory, I'm going to go with this one, and and I researched it, and I studied it, and I think this is solid. 
Crop circle enthusiasts have come up with many theories about what create the patterns ranging from plausible to the absurd. In the 1980s, there was a mystery, uh, mysterious circle patterns were actually produced by a specially vigorous sexual activity of horny hedgehogs. Nailed mm-hmm. it. Right there. Yeah. Right? It's in there. Uh, so, <laughs> Fucking episode <laughs> over. All right. Roll the clip. Close the gates. Uh, <laughs> it's just fucking hedgehog, horny hedgehog. It's this band oh. name, well, dude, horny like, hedgehogs. Like they fucking it's a bad band. will say that these super <laughs> intricate patterns are caused by downdrafts. Oh, I caught that shit too. Which, Jesus. I get it. I'd I, like to see that fucking downdraft. I get it for the ones that are like like the ones in Australia that are just a circle of flattened stuff and there's no pattern. Yeah. I get that, but like for yeah. these incredibly complex fucking patterns, you're well, saying that the wind did that? Yeah, and well people walk in and they like the stock actually isn't broke. They're yeah, just, I thank you. I was gonna say it, we got to get into that. It They're bends, just broke versus bend. Yeah, bends at the first node. Um, like there's another clip I have, uh, where it's also from Ancient Aliens, where Giorgio Tsatsiki sauce, uh, says or he like accepts the challenge of crop circle hoaxers, and that's what I was talking about earlier, where where they uh they have like five to seven hours, they do it in time, they deliver what looks like a perfect crop circle um, because it's they're mimicking one um, that uh, they're mimicking a famous one and we can get into the differences after. Um, yeah. Well, so didn't you have a write up on your side versus like heat mm-hmm. or something like that? Yeah. And then uh, we can get into after the fact. Yeah. Break versus bend. And, and there's actually a researcher that goes around and she will, and I God, I can't remember her name either. But she'll study this, and she'll say, "Look, this is a difference. B- breaking is one thing, which would be a down. Yeah, well, you, or I mean, you you animals set, you, or, or a board with ropes. Yeah, you set yeah, down right? wood, you set down wooden planks, and you fucking stomp on them, and then that's how you smash the things. But when something's bent at the very bottom of it, and somehow it's not broken, that's, that's another thing. That's altogether. interesting, and right." There's usually high levels of nitrates in the soil after a crop cir- uh, crop circle is found, mm-hmm. which is also interesting. And I wonder if that has anything to do with oh uh, yeah uh, a, a wheat or an oat not right. yeah. necessarily breaking. Right. Uh, let's go to break and get into this on the other side. Yes. Sounds good. Stand by. Good evening, ma'am. Hey, y'all. What can I do you for? Can I have a glass of Chardonnay? I'm sorry, darling. We don't serve that here. Any Merlot? I'm pretty sure you don't want these feet going nowhere near them grapes. Alrighty. How about a craft beer? Oh, yeah. We got plenty of craft beer. Which one you want? No, not craft beer. Craft beer. Oh, no. Hell no. I'm, I'm pretty sure the bar down the street serves that. Okay. Well, what do you serve? I'm glad you asked. Welcome to the Backwoods Barcast. We serve up moonshine, cheap beer, bottom shelf liquor, and stories even harder to swallow. Join Nick. And Brittany. And the janitor, Steven, as we discuss southeastern mysteries and mayhem, including but not limited to UFOs, true crime, the paranormal, and much more. So knock four times, grab a stool, let the bar talk commence, and as always, drink more beer. Okay, so we're going to play a little clip here. Uh, once again, Ancient Aliens. Sorry, bros. Um, <laughs> but 
It's uh, always ancient aliens. So this one is ancient aliens crop circle challenge accepted. Boom, accepted. So, uh, Giorgio Tsatsikolos. Tsukolos. I like to call him Tsatsiki sauce. I like that I better. Tsatsiki sauce. It's I like the that best better. condiment in the entire world. Shut the fuck up, dude, really. <laughs> Have you ever heard of ranch? Yeah, right? A little Bro, more simpler. I'm you just can, kidding. You sorry. can put ranch in my veins. I'm just but... kidding. I'm sorry. I'm white and from Utah, so... If nobody knew that now, when you said, I'm, have you heard of ranch? They already know you're white from Utah. I'm guessing that you've never had tzatziki sauce. I have. Well, we're about to have some more. Yes. Anyway, thank sorry, you for keeping sorry. us on track. Yeah, I was about to go on a whole <laughs> other tangent. <laughs> so he challenged some crop circle hoaxer, makeser guys to recreate one of the more famous uh, crop circles. Gave him five to seven hours. Um, and uh, weird, they did it in... It looks pretty much the same, um, but then we're going to talk about we're going to hear about some of the key differences between the original and the hoax. Okay, yeah, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. I mean, it's a really nice recreation. There's no question about it. Pretty identical. Yeah. Can't tell. Really impressive. Right? While the recreation of the Golden Ball Hill Formation. I, at first, that was like Great British Bake Off. At first, air. I wasn't too sure. Crop circle researchers suggest that what made the formation truly unique was not how it appeared from above, but how it appeared on the ground. Incredibly, none of the flower heads on the original 2005 Golden Ball Hill formation were damaged or destroyed. And the seamless lay of flowers suggests that it was not mechanically produced using boards and shuffling over the stalks. Basically, that gets into also the uh, how the stalks bent at the node. They bent and didn't break, um, and they bent at the first node, right. not just wherever the board hit them. Mm -hmm. um, and that also... Uh, suggests extreme heat that's what you were okay yeah that's what you're talking about they still debunked the the recreation of it then right because there, there were significant differences well my question to you is were there significant differences between the original and the obviously man-made crop uh, circle looking from above no like they made a perfect recreation of they the did. pattern they made a perfect recreation of the pattern. They didn't make a perfect recreation of this of the it's, details. Yes, yes. Of the of, so basically like, the damage of making the pattern. Yeah. So I guess yeah. since this is an audio format, we should tell the listeners. I mean, I know you got your hand up like um, a puppet master and you're doing your thing, but yeah. no. So it uh, when you look at the video, the one that they had done for the challenge is it like looks like a sack of smashed assholes. Like it's just broken and bent, flattened uh, crop. Right. Um, and then when they show pictures of the original, it, it was in bloom. It was like flowering and stuff. And it's all of these beautiful flower heads at the top of these stalks are perfect and pristine. There's no way you could walk over them and not have that. They're delicate. There's no way you yeah. could walk over them and, and knock them down with a board and not have them be smashed the fuck up. I would so. give it anything if a scientist said, oh, look at that crop circle. Looks like a bunch of smashed assholes. 
Well, you never hear that. What are I what, am a scientist. What are you some, did hear that. <laughs> what are some of the messages that these crop circles are supposedly telling us? We're we're talking about they're saying they have languages through right, mathematics like, mm. and everything. Like what are these crop circles trying to tell potentially the human race? And you know what? If it's in mathematics, I guess it's not in English, which is which, nice. Well, but mathematics is also the use of universal language. There was one um, where somehow it had like a binary. It was like a picture of an alien with a binary disk above it. Some and somehow they like fed the image or something. I, I from what I watched, it was not clear how they got to this, but they. Um, added uh they fed it into a computer and decoded the binary and it had like all sorts of messages in it mm -hmm. so um, that goes back to the geometric the geometric shapes mm -hmm. it is and kind of the the patterns and the calculations and how they're laid out um there's so you know this doesn't really answer your complete question john but um there was a molecular biologist a horse drew suggested that the answer lies instead in time, travel, or alien life. He theorizes that the pattern could be made by human time travels from the distant future to help them navigate our planet, which is kind of like a road sign. Yeah. Right? So they know where they're going. Uh, Drew, working on the assumption that the designs are intended as messages, believes he has decoded crop circles, which is similar to what you're talking to, Josh, um, and that they contain messages such as believe there is good out there, beware the bearers of false gifts and their That's broken the promises. That's the one that I saw. That's, That's the from one. The, okay. That that was the one from the decoded disc. Okay. Was it said stuff like uh beware the bringer of false promises and mm -hmm. and and also like somehow had like uh an equation for faster than the speed of light. I think it actually might have yeah. been your second the, the second speed. Yes, that's the <laughs> yeah. second speed of right. light, son. And we oppose deception was another one. Yeah. So yeah. You know, you're talking about decoding. I mean, obviously, you know, if these could be decoded, you know, if they're real completely through, it would, the answer would be answered. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they already have this, uh, but the theories are, are, yeah, these are, yeah, solid theories, I guess, to a certain point. Um, interesting to believe that maybe they're roadmaps for future time travelers. Yeah. Because that kind of goes back a little bit to Michael P. Masters and his theory of we, the aliens are us in the future coming back. Mm -hmm. They don't know our geographical layout. They have no clue. Who knows a thousand years, two thousand, five thousand years from now? I don't know. You know, I think throw it yeah. out there, man. But. It just seems like if you are from the future, shouldn't there be a better way to leave your imprint? Well, or is that the only way you can heat transfer stuff? Because uh, like maybe I mean, they, I've never traveled through time, so maybe they have like a very as a frequent time, time traveler, because I'm very bougie. <laughs> Shut the fuck as up. As a frequent time traveler. Um, I'm not a real time traveler. Maps, I'm not playing on my tool shed. Old maps are not reliable, so maybe that's like the way they chart. What I guess what I'm trying to say is like if you want to get into the weeds of, of theories like that, like maybe it's not like uh, like a map, but it's like them projecting the coordinates like this is where i want to go yeah and but how does it sound too why is it usually england i guess it's pretty close to stonehenge there's maybe well some... we go we go back to the artifacts thing you know that mm -hmm. the, the, they're you know, always by like ancient that. maybe they're future archaeologists that want to come back and see it before we fuck it all up hmm. yeah well there are some of these <laughs> true touche sir there are some of these that are large enough that you can literally see from the international space station 
So if you think about that and you go with the theory that maybe they're time travelers or they're, if they're that high up, they need to make something that big for a road sign. Not just like a fake plastic owl in a fucking tree. And if, and if you guys Google crop circles, like Wiltshire, England, like, they're pretty impressive. Some of them are just, they blow my mind. Like, I can't you know? even draw that on paper, let alone crush well, a bunch of wheat. So this That's is where- That's not I, saying that it's not hoaxable because- Right, right. You know. well, well, this is where I go back to this. They said, and, and through our research we have covered, they progressively have gotten more intense from the time they were discovered from the 70s and the 80s. Obviously, you know, what we have now in 2020, or eight, what was the last crop circle? 2018, I think. Uh, I'm sure there hasn't been one since then, have they? Uh, so uh, if you look so at that from the seventies, from what I understand, is that they're still happening. It's just not as intense in Wilshire. It's uh, moved. They shifted. Okay, they, like it's getting more intense in France on France. So this is interesting a little bit. Uh, crop circles have reported worldwide in a multitude of crops, and maybe this is just the Montana farmer boy in me, but in southern England, which sees most activity, circle makers tend to concentrate on canola, barley, and wheat. These grow and are harvested in overlapping progression. Canola from April through May, barley throughout May and June, and wheat from June until early September. In recent years, occasional rudimentary pattern has been found in corn, extending the crop circle season as late as October. That's fucking funny that it's a season. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, is that just me? No, because like you I can't mean, have a crop circle if the crops are. If well, the no, yeah, you can't in crops. January. Yeah, yeah. When you drive past a cornfield, there's no corn in December. What are they gonna? What are they gonna? No, well, fuck you, dude. I know that. Well, <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just, why did you ask if it was funny? <laughs> because I just think it's funny that the different when you look at. I guess maybe it's just going more down to earth. You know, when you think about what they plant and how they plant. And it really doesn't matter because they're still doing the same thing with the crop circles, no matter what that that harvest is, if that makes sense. Are you trying know. to bring us back into reality? I'm Shane? trying to a little bit. I'm also going to do one more thing, and then Josh, um, I'll pitch it over to you a little bit. Um, 2009, the Attorney General for the island state of Tasmania stated that Australian wallabies had been found creating crop circles in fields of opium poppies. Hell yeah. Which are grown legally for medicinal use after consuming some of the opiate laden poppies and running in circles. Goddamn wallabies getting high as fuck. Hey, I love a fucking wallaby and I opium. F- I feel like if you're getting high on opium, you're not really going to want to run in a circle. Maybe it's like catnip to a wallaby. Yeah, you don't know that. You're not Maybe a wallaby. Maybe they like freak out for not. a minute and then they just want to lay down and be petted. Wallaby no. racist. Disclaimer, yeah. I am not a wallaby. <laughs> Just I don't know. In case anybody listening to this podcast doesn't know. Um, so. There's another uh, cool fact about, well, I think it's a fact about crop circles, is the majority of crop circles are created between the witching hour, 2 and 4 a.m. And there's a weird correlating fact mm. that uh, most hospital deaths happen between that time as well. Yes, I yeah, I know that fact very well. Which, yeah. I guess that's kind of sidetracking, you know, hospital deaths and everything from crop circles. No, but no, no. well, if you think about when they're being made, though, I mean, a lot. Some of these pop up literally. They say overnight, mm-hmm. and 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 these how they're laid out. And I mean, I mean how, two to four is kind of overnight, yeah. right? And, and if you're a hoaxer, okay, so, okay, well, two to four is not enough time to make these this elaborate exactly. I mean, they all pop up overnight, but like most of them, like would take you. All of the night, like yeah, starting at 
10 o'clock yeah. to five or something. And, and on top of that, you know, you're, even if you're using, in my opinion, even if you're using GPS coordinates, you're using tracking, you're using something to line everything up. Some of these things literally are like they're, they're, they're eight football fields long mm-hmm. to try to do that in a time frame of even four hours or six hours. The minute the sun goes down to sun, I mean, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I can't, if they're doing this, these hoaxers are wasting their talent. They need yeah. to be doing something else. Like not, Seriously. Not, right? Like, uh, like that's fucking incredible. I couldn't even wrap my mind around it. You need to get a fucking job doing something to make money. Stop getting Rather zero stop. credit for it's your fucking installation art, guys. Oh, fuck uh, not for this episode, but uh, just for fun. Back in the day, I watched a bunch of crop circle documentaries and they had like whole teams of people that were making them like... Each, well, pe- each like couple of person team was working on a section, and that's how they were able to yeah. knock it out overnight. Like, mm. uh, like I said, I think a lot of them are actually man-made because people are obviously actually making them. Yeah, but I think a lot of them also are not. Well, there's been uh, reports of people that like local. Some of these crop circles will pop up in really small local resident areas where they said, "Oh yeah, no, yeah, this showed up," but for the last two days. We watched extension ladders on telephone poles, and there was people out there working and stomping around, and they looked like they're holding something. Like, there's been witness accounts that, yeah, you know, kind of laid that out. Well, I mean, and we've like people for TV shows have filmed people that claim that they make them, make them, and they turn out pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah. well. So if we claim that 99 percent of the crop circles are man-made and they're made with I wouldn't different techniques. Or we'll say 80% even. Sure. That's 20 per- I feel like having 20% unexplained, that's a huge number. Huge number. Like astronomical number. So what do you guys think is making them? Is it paranormal? Is it man-made? Why are we fucking up wheat fields? Why like what like if it is extraterrestrials? Why are they giving us these messages through mathematics, through these like riddles in a fucking wheat field in England? You're not the only one that's answering that. You're not the only one actually. Why can't they fucking hire Banksy to spray paint the White House? (laughs) He's not that good. I mean, he's pretty tight. I mean, but to do this on the White House, I mean. Do you think he could get past get past the Secret Service? He's Banksy, Josh, or as I like to call them, the SS. <laughs> John, I don't want you to feel like you're alone here. In 2000, Colin Andrews, who had researched crop circles for 17 years, stated that while he believed 80% were man-made, he thought the remaining circles with less elaborate designs could be explained by a three-degree shift in the Earth's magnetic field that creates a current that electrocutes the crops, causing them to flatten and form the circle. That's I, another theory. I mean, that's just as plausible as downdrafts. That, just as much so. You're, you're going to tell me that this area is electric, electrocuted it, it just, and charged. It just, it just doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make like, sense. Yeah, and, and I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm sure not that, against you. I'm with you. Sure, and I'm sure there's somebody listening to this being like, yeah, and aliens do make sense. I'm not saying aliens made this, but like... I'm not saying it's aliens. But I'm saying it's aliens. But, <laughs> but, like, but like fucking wallabies high on opium running in a circle or an electrical I want charge. fucking video proof of the like, high wallabies. 
Like, I mean, I just... That would be so fun to watch. That's that's also as ridiculous to me. Uh, probably can't. more ridiculous, actually. That's probably more one than of the, the hedgehogs? least plausible ones. The hedgehogs, I Dog, wondered. have you ever They're seen wallabies. a horny hedgehog? Shane. I, the hedgehogs grow quick. I'm just saying. Yeah, well. That's insensitive to the hedgehogs. They're actually that's, Yes. <laughs> let's talk about our... Let's treat our hedgehog brother and sister. Yeah, let's, so let's respect. tone it down, Eddie. Shane. Jesus. Do you... <laughs> fucking guy. Do you have anything else on your side, Josh? Uh, Man, uh, I kind of like talking about topics like this where like it's not something that it's open-ended any of us are really super versed in either well like it's like tertiary to all of our main interests but but it still makes you think though that's the thing that's what i I like about it well because i feel like the moon there's a million different conspiracies with the moon you know like well what about this what about that yeah and then it's like well here's what about that and here's what yeah, about here this. is proof that's this, here is actual science this yeah. is why yeah. the flag is waving this is why the shadows this is right this is why this with crop circles it's not there i don't know yeah it's fun to be like well fuck you know what the only thing that i know now that i didn't know before it is like some more of the details around it well yeah, and that and that's the thing with that being said it, it's one of those where you know, it is nice to debunk stuff. And obviously, you know, we, the first thing that listeners, we want to do, we cover these topics, but if there's some legitimate reason to the end of that topic, we are going to approach it well, and I, find it and go like the moon, for example. Yeah. I would like to consider us skeptical believers. Yeah, exactly. I, I believe in this stuff, but I also, I'm looking for that other side too. Though. I don't believe in everything. Yeah. I, I, I just want, some proof one way or the other and i'm wholeheartedly open to proof uh that is proving something wrong yeah like if somebody's like no nope, yeah this is wrong and this is exactly why crop circles are is because of charles vanderberg is walking around fucking doing this in light speed i'm like oh my god damn you charles vanderberg yeah if the flash <laughs> is out here making fucking crop circles then okay yeah sure well, but okay. Also, so, then how did he become the Flash? That's a secondary question. Oh, Jesus! Uh, well, when a mom and father <laughs> love each other when very a, much, when a mom Flash and a dad Flash, because yeah. sex is really quick anyway. You look at this other stuff. Um, look at the NASCAR drawings, for example. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yeah, there's like a Hopi and the Zuni, uh, mm-hmm. supposedly help people figure out. They had their like own crop circles, and th- there's a lot of things going. Going back to Native Americans and everything. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, after everything I've read and seen, like, I still don't know what pot. Like, yeah, we've got our hoaxers, but what is with some of these crazy Yeah, because ass some of them designs? were definitely not hoaxed, and the designs are fucking wild. And I mean, well, there's, there's people that have spent their entire lives being like, figuring out like the mathematics behind it. Yeah. Like, what is that? I don't know. Well, the decoding that we talk about, you know, so so that's something like that. Obviously, a lot of these crop circles um, are from the UK. We know that, you know, from what's going on. So people like uh, Derry Kill, for example, who is a Patreon member. You're in the UK. Yeah, you're in the UK. You know, if you, God, man, if you know a little bit more about this, if you've heard, because this is in maybe your stomping ground. I know England's a huge, huge country, but. It's actually not that big. You know, well. It's bigger okay. than Utah, but only like bigger than eight U- bigger, times. Than, bigger than a bread box. 
I've I've toured England and suck it, Derek. It's just, just kidding. <laughs> it's just like a lot of traffic and a lot of green pasture. That's what it all seems like. Well, maybe that's crapsicles. You know, very open green. I don't know. Why this? That's my whole thing. Why this message? Why are you choosing to do this? I brought up the NASCAR yeah, lines, why, for example. Why, why England? You know, why, yeah, why England or why in certain areas? Why are we, is it just easier to do this if it is an extraterrestrial, if that's what we're talking about? If it is hoaxers, again, if it is hoaxers, man, you guys, some of these things you're doing, holy shit, I want to hire you on my team because it is amazing. You're yeah, wasting your time. I don't have a team yet, but I want you on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's like it just, it, that's my thing. I mean, it's like incredible installation art. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, something be said about it. So, like, it's incredible art. If you look at some of these crop circles, it's fucking mind blowing. Oh, it, it yeah. It I mean, I would frame it and throw it on my wall. You know, I mean, it it really is mind blowing. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through a Google image search of uh, of like just the Wiltshire crop circles, and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I don't. That's kind of our whole synopsis on this. You know, we might revisit it, but honestly, it's this a really tough subject to revisit because. It's so open-ended. And I, I would love to hear what you guys think about crop circles. Yeah. I like mean, literally yeah. hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on the Instagram, hit us up on our hotline. Like, let us know your theories on crop circles because I feel like I'm like I'm nowhere near solving this and I still have so many open-ended questions. Yeah, so I, w- no, I would definitely absolutely. like to hear input on this because and I, input s- on and any topic we do, you know, all these we're all over social media, which is where we're at. If you want to write us, you can write us at strangejungles at gmail dot com. You can call us at eight zero one two five two sixty nine. Yeah, crop circles forty five. That's what you're going to hear in the voicemail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, call us. Let us know. Um, you know, if you're from the UK, I mean, obviously, you know, it's kind of. Not only your backyard, but you're closer than we are here in Utah. It, it just very, it's a phenomena. It, it's crazy, you know. Um, reach out and let us know. Uh, follow our website, mystrangeuncles.com. Yeah. I, uh, Derek, I'd like to know how accurate I was on my guess about uh, Great Britain being eight Utahs. <laughs> is that what you said? It's eight not, Utahs slammed together. It's not even a Utah. Ireland is a Utah. No. You know Japan yes. is roughly the same size no. as Montana? So, no, yeah, I can see that. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Ireland is not a Utah. Ireland is smaller than Utah, and the UK is smaller than On our next Utah. topic, we're going to be talking about <laughs> Ireland and Square the footage. I've driven from top to bottom of both of those islands. They're islands, Josh. All right, so we're going to be hand delivering the merchandise to uh, Derek so that we can sell it. Because there's only argument. eight Utahs over. <laughs> so it's nice and easy. The state of Utah has more square... F- it is a bigger mass of land than both of those. Yes, it is. It's not. Yes, it is. Okay, we're going to settle this off air. <laughs> let's. It's going to uh, be a thumb wrestle match. In business oh my speak, God, let's take this offline. serious? <laughs> All right, anyway, close the gates. With that being said, yes, close the gates. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and uh, come back for another one. 
You're fucking high. I'm sorry, Courtney. <laughs> You've been listening to a fourth hand production.